0: Bismillah <laughs> نحمده على رسوله الكريم أما بعد Fulfilling the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on one hand is a duty on every Muslim and on the other hand can be the most fulfilling experience for any person it can bring great amount of satisfaction and joy laddat and halawat, enjoyment and sweetness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept the real sweetness and enjoyment in his obedience and in the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam in the dunya people tend to only enjoy things that are not necessarily permissible generally sin, disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is synonymous to fun clean fun has been labeled as clean fun because normally fun is not so clean but for a mu'min and for a believer Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it enjoyable if he engages in the obedience of Allah the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is wonderful and is enjoyable Several sahaba radiyallahu anhum, like Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu anhum, Sayyidina Mu'ad bin Jabal radiyallahu anhum, and others, when they were leaving this dunya, then they were regretting and they were lamenting. Specifically Sayyidina Mu'ad radiyallahu Anhu. Mu'ad bin Jabal radiyallahu anhum is buried in Jordan. Next to him is his son, Abdul Rahman bin Mu'ad. He had made dua during the plague of Amwas. In the 18th year of Hijrah, there was a very, very big plague that had covered that area. And like we are aware, due to the pandemic that has passed this past two years, people who pass away in a plague are shaheed. Sayyidina Mu'adh radiyallahu anhu actually made dua. Oh Allahumma ja'al li ali abhi abdulrahmana minhu nasiba. Stipulate a share for my family also in this plague. In other words, allow some of us also to get this type of shahada. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took Hazrat Mu'adh and his son Abdul Rahman. On the same day, they passed away from the plague. Anyway, when he was about to pass away, he began to cry. So the people around him were surprised that, Are you scared to die? Sayyidina Mu'adh radiallahu anhu was a great sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He had much to look forward to in the Akhirah. So there was no need for him to be scared of death. So Mu'adh radiyallahu anhu replied, I'm not crying because I'm scared of death. I'm crying because I'm going to miss these three things. I'm going to miss Feeling thirsty while I'm fasting on a hot day. I'm going to miss standing up at night and leaving my bed, standing up in tahajjud salah. I'm going to miss sitting in the halqas of ilm and the majalis of knowledge with the ulama. Such was the enjoyment he had experienced in this dunya, in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that while was leaving this dunya, that is what he was lamenting over, or that is what he was crying and grieving over. Generally, people like me and you, if we begin to think of death, then immediately we think about the luxuries of the dunya, the enjoyments of the world that we, we will miss out on once we leave this dunya. But for a true believer, a true reciter in karima la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, his enjoyment is in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was a dedicated student of Sayyidina Anas radiyallahu anhu 40 years he was the student of Anas radiyallahu anhu and Thabit al-Bunani rahimahullah was known for his exertion in ibadah and especially salat nafil salat tahajjud salat throughout the night crying in tilawat of Quran etc he had enjoyed this so much he used to make dua Allahumma <laughs> in kunta كُنْتَ أَعْطَيْتَ أَحَدًا السَّلَاةَ فِي قَبْرِهِ فَأَعْطِنِيهَا Oh Allah, if you have given any person the ni'mat of engaging in salat in his qabr also, then grant me that ni'mat. لَمَا ذَهَبِي rahimahullah After quoting this incident says, that it is said that Thabit rahimahullah's dua was accepted. And he was seen after he passed away making salat in his qabr. So for somebody to make that kind of a du'a, that is the point here. For somebody to make that kind of a du'a illustrates to us the the laddhat and the enjoyment that he had experienced in the ibadat of Allah, in that salah. Hafiz ibn Rajab Hanbali rahimahullah has a dedicated section, a chapter in his book where he discusses the conditions of the grave. One dedicated chapter to illustrate this part, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes allows people to continue with ibadah after they left this dunya so as to to experience the enjoyment of the ibadah. Not to get additional reward. That we know your books are closed, so to say. Once a person's eyes closes, then you can't get the reward for one more subhanallah also. One more good deed. Besides sadaqah jariya and besides through the other... Ways that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has taught us But physically for a person to earn reward After he left this dunya That is gone The opportunity is now when we are alive And Allah give us tawfiq of maximizing the opportunity But these ulama and sulaha and pious people Who are allowed to continue It was so that they may continue experiencing That ecstasy and joy of ibadah Not reward Reward was whilst they were alive in this dunya And he quotes several examples of people of the past Some of them enjoyed tilawa of Quran so much That after they left this dunya Allah allowed them to continue Experiencing That enjoyment and ecstasy Of tilawat Even in the qabr Imam Ya'qub ibn Sufyan Al-Fasawi Rahimahullah Was a great muhaddith of his time When he passed away Somebody saw him in a dream And asked him That how Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Receive you So he said Ghafar Ali Allah forgave me وَأَمَرَنِي أَنْ أُحَدِّثَ فِي السَّمَاءِ كَمَا كُنْتُ أحدث في الدنيا. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me the honor of continuing my dars of hadith in the heavens, like I used to engage in the dunya. And in some versions, he were in the dream he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed me to give the dars from the fourth sky. And some versions say from the seventh sky. Fourth sky is the middle. So from the middle... To give that to all inshallah And he says that Jibril alayhi salam also attended and the other malaika came with golden pens and they began to write down the hadiths that I was dictating to them. Look at the ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the ikram and the honor from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This can be attained respected friends and allahs by every Muslim. Opportunity in deen is equal for everyone. In dunya, Everybody tries, but a select few make it to the top. A select few are seen as successful. But in deen, the opportunity is equal for everyone. Any Muslim who exerts himself, any Muslim who puts himself forward can attain these ranks and these great ni'mas on the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to gain that ladhat and that, that enjoyment and ecstasy in ibadah, that is what we should be striving for. That we are fasting in the month of Ramadan, we are standing in Taraweeh, we are reading Quran during the day. It is not just to tick a box, and not just to fill, a, fill, fill up some spare time, no. But rather, to be able to fulfill this command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in such a manner that we are, we get the satisfaction in the ibadah. We get enjoyment in the ibadah. We would have heard many a times the term halawatul iman the sweetness of iman. This is one effect of the sweetness of iman, that you experience a sweetness in the obedience and the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Taraweeh salah, for example, if the if the salah finished a few minutes later, that person who is enjoying will not complain. Rather, he would want it to continue and continue. The fast, a person will not be counting the days. Some people, obviously in an amusing manner or out of a joke, when the crescent of Ramadan is sighted, then they begin their count for Eid. They say, Oh, mashallah, that means only 29 or 30 days left for Eid. We're waiting for the month to end. No, a true believer will not want the Ram- will not want Ramadan to finish because of the enjoyment of, of this fast in the month of Ramadan. Like Sayyidina Mu'adh radhiAllahu anhu was actually crying, leaving this dunya. I'm going to miss that ibadat the enjoyment of staying hungry and thirsty for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulama explained that to get your to get laddhat in ibadah, to get enjoyment and ecstasy in the ibadah, firstly, one's intention has to be correct. That we are fulfilling this and we are engaging in this ibadah solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do it to please Allah and Allah will put pleasure in your heart. Allah will put pleasure for you in that particular ibadah that you are engaging in. Ikhlas of of niyyah and sincerity of intention is paramount importance for any deed to be accepted and also to gain that pleasure and and, and ecstasy and a sense of fulfillment when, when doing that particular ibadah. If you are even spending money, sometimes you are spending a lot of money, to buy something for your beloved, whether it be your wife, your child, your parents, somebody you, you love dearly, then in parting with that money also you are feeling happy. You are enjoying it because you're doing it for somebody you love. So like that, doing something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whilst having that love for Allah, that will bring that enjoyment, that sense of satisfaction inshallah in that particular ibadah. And the second point which I will discuss today is doing it in accordance to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Doing an action in accordance to the sunnah will bring proper satisfaction. If a person wants to do an action, he can have all the ikhlas in the world, but he doesn't follow the procedure shown to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa then firstly it's not even accepted in court of Allah. And secondly, it will be a formality to him that he is fulfilling and continuing with his life. But if you do it in accordance to the Sunnah, then it is acceptable in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and knowing that you are doing it like your beloved had done, like our Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had done it, that will bring that will bring enjoyment, that will bring satisfaction to you also. Like when somebody loses a near and dear one, person lost his father, he lost his son, he lost his, 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 his spouse. Then sometimes, you know, we, we call it for old time's sake. Sometimes he wants to repeat certain things that they used to do together when, when his beloved was alive. And doing that brings some kind of satisfaction sometimes. You go to the same place or you order the same, you know, item from the menu that your beloved used to have. You go and visit those people that had a ta'alluq and a relationship with that particular near and dear person of yours, that brings a kind of satisfaction to you. Because you are doing something that your beloved used to do. There can be nobody more beloved to a believer than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين None of you can have complete iman. To be a true and genuine believer, that won't happen until I become more beloved to him, Rasulullah sallallahu says. Until I become more beloved to him, min waladihi wa walidihi, than his own children, his own parents, one nasi ajma'in, And the rest of mankind. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ought to be the most beloved to us. And if that was the case, then doing any action like Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa did it, will bring you that satisfaction will bring laddat and halawat and sweetness in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We were speaking about continuing with the laddat of the ibadat even after leaving this dunya. My respected father, rahimahullah, used to always quote Mawana Abdul Haq, Umarji Sahib, rahimahullah, who was a senior and great alim of Durban and made great effort, mashallah, in our communities Mu'ana Abdul-Hakumarji, Rahimahullah. Anybody who used to go and visit him, many are seated here also would know that at any time when you went, he was engaged in studying. He was reading a kitab. Whenever you went to meet him, he had a kitab on his lap and he, his bed used to be there for, during the day, Wallahu at night if he slept there as well, in his lounge where he had his kitab shelves and that was, that is what he used to be engaged in. So, he used to say, Mawlana Umar Jisab, Rahimahullah used to say, that when, if, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses me with Jannah, then I will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala two things my father, Rahimahullah used to quote. He would say, Hazrat, Rahimahullah said, that I would say, oh Allah, I don't, I got no need for all the hoors of Jannah. My one wife that you bless me with in the dunya, I am happy with her. That is enough for me. So my father rahimahullah used to say that look look at, look at that relationship mashallah that Hazrat used to say to that extent that even Nuhurs cannot replace the relationship that he had with his wife and he had this tamanna that she must, she is enough for him in jannat and second he would say oh Allah if you can bless me with a library bless me with a library so i can continue studying and reading and and and, and increasing in my ilm and in my knowledge That is the amount of enjoyment and ecstasy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had put for Hazrat Rahimahullah in that ibadah. And knowledge of deen is the greatest nafil ibadah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq of attaining this halawat of iman and attaining that laddat and ibadat. Attaining ecstasy, enjoyment in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whereby even when we leave this dunya we are wishing that Allah allows us to continue and Allah bless us insha'Allah to continue with, with, with his ibadah and to continue enjoying the ecstasy of the ibadah after we have left this dunya as well.